Welcome back to another podcast. My name is Isaac Edelman, an aspiring sports broadcaster, where I interview the best of the best in the sports industry. And today I have a sports broadcaster, someone that I'd like to take his role away, but he is good at his role. And his name is Sam Levitt, the play-by-play voice and TV slash social media host for the Amarillo Sod Poodles, the AA affiliate of the Arizona Diamondbacks. He is also a TV play-by-play broadcaster for college basketball, football, soccer, and volleyball with games seen on the Big Ten Network, ESPN+, NBC Sports Chicago, and many other platforms. Sam, I appreciate you for coming on. No problem, Isaac. My pleasure. So I first want to ask you about the sports broadcasting industry and specifically how you got to where you are today. Well, my journey started in college at Northwestern University. I did not go there as a a broadcasting student, as a journalism student. I went there. I thought I would be pre-med, and I ended up getting involved in the student radio station, WNUR, and it's taken off from there. I, I pretty much never stopped. I ended up transferring into Medill, the School of Journalism, ended up spending a couple of summers doing baseball in the Cape Cod Baseball League while I was in college and, and pursued it after college. And, and now here in 2021, here I am still working. Um, and it's something I, I started in college and, and just quite simply never stopped. Awesome. And sticking with you know the sports broadcasting industry, how important do you think it is to really start young in your high school, even earlier than that? Well, I can only speak from my experience, and I was not somebody that started young. Um, I was not somebody that did this in high school. I was not a young kid who had a toy microphone sitting in front of the TV, making believe I was an announcer. I mean, that just wasn't me. I mean, I loved sports growing up. I loved baseball. Um, I loved the Mets. I saw some some Mets uh, stuff behind you, so, so I'm with you there. Um, but I was not that person. Um, you know, I started in college and it was something that was sort of on my radar maybe when I was in high school, but I didn't really, you know, ever uh, have a, a vested interest in it beyond being a consumer of it. You know, when I look back on things now, uh, I was somebody that loved listening to WFAN, that uh, loved listening to Mets games and Bob Murphy and Howie Rose. And when I would go to Mets games alone when I was in high school, I would take a little radio and listen. Um, so when I think about that now, it makes sense to me that I, I am where I am and, and the journey I've taken to it. But to answer your question, you know, look, I, I think it's awesome if uh, you're somebody like yourself, Isaac, or uh, I spoke with uh, Aiden Blanc, um, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, who's who's really interested in it and, and has a really good podcast as well. Uh, who's, you know, got into it in high school and knows exactly what he wants to do and knew that he wants to do it in college. Um, I think if you know that and you have a passion for it really early, you're you're all the better for it. But I don't think it's necessary. I mean, I, I think this is a job where you can realize you want to do this at 12 years old. You can realize you want to do it at 22 years old or 32 years old. Um, I, I think beyond anything, no matter what age you are, um, it's just about the experience and how do you um, get on air and uh, get better and uh, and improve uh, your craft. Yeah, so what advice would you give to aspiring sports broadcasters like myself? Uh, I would, uh, 
you know, I, I would say um, that's our uh, video production man, Miguel. <laughs> I would say um, uh, the advice I would give overall, um, you know, to aspiring sports broadcasters is just find ways to get on air, um, find ways to get experience. This is a job and an industry and a craft where you need reps. Um, so for somebody like you, Isaac, my, my number one piece of advice would be do what you're doing right now. Do podcasts, get on air, figure, figure out ways to talk public, uh, publicly. Um, that's, that's really my, my number one piece of advice is just find ways to get experience. You know, I've, uh, I've made TikToks about, you know, uh, if, if you're an aspiring broadcaster, you know, go take a, a tape recorder and go to a high school game and, and sit there in the stands and record yourself doing some play by play with a couple of rosters in front of you. I, I just think getting experience any way you can is super, super important, no matter what age you are and no matter what step in this journey you are. I mean, for me, you know, I, I've improved a lot uh, over the course of the past few years, but I still need those reps to keep improving and keep working on things. It's it's at the end of the day, uh, a performance business. It's it's a performance when you're on air. And, and I think it takes reps and experience to get better. So no matter what age you are or, or how many games you've done um, or, or what you do, period, getting reps and, and getting experience on air is the absolute best thing you can do. And I know you brought up your TikTok page and you have over 300K on that account. What is your favorite part about making TikToks? Because it's more on the sports broadcasting part of TikTok. You like to include your viewers in your streams. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the TikTok thing has been really enjoyable. Um, it's been a surprising uh, added element to uh, to my career right now. And, and it's been awesome to to share what I do and take people behind the scenes of what I do. And, uh, you know, for a half inning, inning here or there, you know, go live and, you know, people get kind of crazy with the words and, and things they want me to say, but it's fun, you know? And I think, I think it's a good reminder to me that this is a, a business and a job that's supposed to be fun, you know? And, and it's not to say that, that, uh, if I do something silly on TikTok, it's that I don't take the game seriously or the job seriously. I do. And 99.9% uh, of the time, I am totally locked in to the serious nature of the job and the game. But I do think it's important that we remember it's uh, it's a job where you're supposed to have fun and it's a game at the end of the day. And also, it's allowed me to connect to a lot of different people. You know, um, I think it's important that we find ways, whether it's TikTok or elsewhere, you know, I'll just take it from the baseball perspective to connect with uh, people your age, Isaac, and people who are on TikTok and, and accept the reality that people uh, consume content in games and broadcasts in a variety of different ways. So, that, you know, that's really my, uh, uh, you know, my, my takeaway from TikTok is it's, it's been a, an awesome experience to, to have another outlet to create content and take people behind the scenes and post calls and, you know, go live every now and then and, and post the, the word game videos. And um, it's been uh, it's been, you know, pretty interesting. But, you know, I, I think it's a, a, a really actually at the end of the day, uh, important aspect to everything, because I do think it's important that, um, you know, you keep moving forward and, and stay on 
stay on the quote unquote cutting edge of of how people are consuming content and how um, you know technology and the way people uh, uh, use social media is going. Awesome. Now let's switch to the sod poodles. Uh, mm-hmm. What is your favorite part about being a sod poodles play by play broadcaster? It's the opportunity to just spend every day at the ballpark. I mean, this is a, a game that I've loved since I was a little kid. And the idea that I get to be around it every day, be around the players, the coaching staff, the manager, the fans, um, call the baseball game game every night. It's a, it's a dream. I mean, it's it doesn't feel like work. And it can be long. It can be a grind. Baseball season is is a you know a long long stretch and there's ups there's downs there's days where you're super energetic there's days where you're you're super tired and, and you figure out ways to uh to battle through all those days but i at the end of the day uh you know i i i love calling games i love doing baseball um i find it relaxing most of the time and that's my favorite part of of the job is is the opportunity to to be around the game every day uh to connect with fans to to you know, basically be a part of their summer experience and their summer family, and and all those things put together are, are really really special. Awesome, and obviously the side poodles are a minor league baseball team. What do you think is the biggest difference between calling a game for a minor league team versus a major league baseball team? <laughs> well, Isaac, I've never called a game for a major league baseball team, so I I'll have to reserve my real answer until until that day comes, but. Yeah, I'll just tell you about the minor league experience. Um, I think what's really cool about the minor league broadcast experience is how close you can get connected to the players and the coaches um, and your manager because you are getting on the bus with them and riding 10 hours from Amarillo to Corpus Christi. Uh, You are uh, really around them a lot and and really their point of contact in a lot of different ways for a, a lot of different things. So you have a really close relationship to people. You know, it's a, it's a, it's not the the big time production that uh, a major league broadcast is. Um, there's not maybe the same kind of constraints access wise that maybe they have in the major leagues. Now, in other ways, you could argue they have more access, but you, I guess, you have a different type of access in the minor leagues, a, a different kind of relationship uh, to the team and to the players and and I think to the fans as well. Um, you know, people know me around here at the ballpark in Amarillo. You know, I walk around, people know who I am. Um, they're welcome to come up and say hi. I I personally know many of our fans and uh, many of my listeners and viewers. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty special relationship all the way around from the team to the fans and, and everything in between. So I think that's what makes the minor league baseball broadcast experience pretty special awesome so you touched on your relationship with the players the Mm -hmm. fans and the team as a broadcaster i understood and many other people need to understand that you're the voice of the players right if you make a mistake you can make a player look bad and how important is that to you that you know if there's a walk-off home run you're the voice of that home run well, I think to answer your question, you know, um, in a sense, you know, I, what I try to remember, even with um, the idea that this job is supposed to be fun, and it 100% is, and I mean that in every way, from what I do on radio to what I do on TV to what I do on TikTok and, and everything in between, 
I do think that's a, it, it's important as a broadcaster that you remember this is serious business. I mean, these are players that are trying to get to the major leagues. The difference in somebody's life and career from getting to double A or triple A com in comparison to getting to the major leagues, that's a, a life changing difference. Um, and the reality is many of these players, the majority of these players will not get there. Um, that's no secret to them. That's no secret to anyone. That's the way it works. And so, so th the mindset I have every night, even though I want to have fun, I want to make it an enjoyable listen, watch for the fan. I want to connect with them. I want to involve them uh, on social media. It is serious business. And these are real careers, whether we're talking about players or coaches or managers, uh, people that, uh, you know, spend their lives working for these teams and for these organizations. And in this game, these are livelihoods on the line when we talk about these games and it's competitive and not everybody's going to get there. So, um, you know, when, when you talk about the importance of, of being the voice of a team and the voice of calls and, and calling these games while we want to have fun, I do think it's, it's really necessary that, that you remember this is, this is serious and this is not, you know, it's not a, you know, guys just playing on the weekends. I mean, these are guys vying to get to the major leagues and it's very hard to do. It's very competitive. And, um, you know, the difference in somebody's life, you know, uh, uh, you know, what I mean by difference in somebody's life, I mean, you know, you're talking about when you get to the major leagues, millions of dollars, if somebody can get there, right. And, and hang around there for a while. So this is serious stuff. It is. And uh, I don't, I don't take that responsibility of, of, um, broadcasting those games lightly. Awesome. And I have one last question for you, Sam. Mm -hmm. If you had the option of choosing any job in sports, would it be a broadcasting job? <laughs> um, yes, it would be. I think it's a really exciting part of the business. Um, I think it's a job that gives you goosebumps in a lot of ways and big moments. I will say that, and I've never taken a step towards doing this, but I'll say that, um, you know, I've always thought that I could do a lot of different things. You know, if it wasn't a broadcaster, and maybe I sound crazy for saying this, but I think with the right experience and the right education and the right skill set, I have the smarts and work ethic to go work in a front office. You know, I mean, I've thought about that before. There were times in college where I toyed with the idea of taking internships on the baseball operations side of things um, with a few different teams. And um, again, I love this game and I love being around it. And I didn't end up going that route. But, you know, I, I'm confident in my in my intelligence and my my work ethic to, to think that, who knows, maybe I could play a role in the front office in a different life or a different world. But with all that said, I do think that, um, and by the way, I have no experience ever doing anything like that, but, uh, I would say for me, I mean, you know, I love broadcasting to me. This is the best job in sports. Uh, it's, I, I do like the public facing nature of it. Uh, I like the ability to talk to people. I like the ability to, uh, be a voice and a face of an organization and create that special connection between the fans and the team and the fans and the players and the fans in the front office. And also when you're a broadcaster, you have a very special place in people's hearts, especially in baseball where it's every night, 
you know, you are the companion. We have people, uh, fans who, who listen to my games every single night. Think about that. You know, you, you are literally having a one way in a sense conversation, but a conversation with them every night. And to me, that's the special thing about baseball. It's constant. It's night in night out. And you're talking to them every night for three, four hours. It's a pretty unique relationship you have with those people. And to me, that's why it, it's one of, if not the, the best job uh, you can have in this business. I love that answer, Sam. Personally, I'm obviously at a young age, so I can go many different routes in the future. But I thought of being a GM or manager of a team in the future because, look, I may not be good enough to be a baseball player, but I feel like I have the brains to manage a team. And I think that's important right. because public speaking could be used in so many different ways right. and in so many different jobs. And obviously, sports broadcasting, public speaking is most important. Anyway, Sam, I really appreciate you for coming on today on my podcast. You are the best. And, man, keep on making those good TikToks. <laughs> Thank you, Isaac. I appreciate it. Keep up the great work, and, and I wish you the best of luck. You're doing everything right. The fact that you're doing a podcast and uh, reaching out to me and hustling to, to get people like me on it and reminding me if, we don't, if I don't answer, you're, you're, doing, you're doing all the right stuff. So keep it up. Thanks so much.